coming up. Dominic Alvarez, he's going to join me. We're going to chat NBA All-Star. A little bit of an early preview into the game. We're going to do a draft on that. Plus, considering that Dom is a West Tigers fan, we're going to chat about what's happening at the West Tigers from all their front office changes to all their, well, signing Jerome Luai. That's all next on the first episode of 2024 of the Vincent Mann Sports Podcast. I'm here with Dominic Alvarez. Dom, firstly, how, how have you been? Because I haven't really seen you for a while. I've been trying to lock down an episode with you as well. We've been very busy. Yeah. Hi, all listeners. I've um, been, been on holidays, gone on another holiday on Wednesday, tomorrow. So, yeah. But good to be on the podcast one more time before I leave. <laughs> yeah. And what we're going to do today for you guys listening is we're going to do a pretty early preview of the All-Star game for this season uh, from the NBA. And we're going to do it in a draft format. So we're going to choose our teams. Once we've chosen that player, the other person can't choose it and so on. And we've got to fill out a starting five plus one bench player um, that makes up our six man and that will make up our 12-team All-Star uh, team. For that conference as well. Dom, do you want to start with the West or the East? Which one do you think is more interesting? Um, the, the East. The East. I'll start with the East. All right. We'll go with the East. Um, do you want the first pick or should I have the first pick? I'll let you have the first pick. Okay. Where am I going to start with? Okay. I'm going to choose at power forward. I'm going to choose Giannis. Um, Really solid year again. Like he's putting up really good numbers for a guy who's been kind of like sort of overshadowed by other players as well. Hmm. Um, Like Jokic and Embiid have been really good this season. He's sort of just around there. But again, like he's putting up really good stats. Um, He's made a lot of noise as well this season he's um you know he seems to be a bit more cranky it seems like he's chasing after the ball he's getting more angry with his team and that and um yeah he but he's my first pick he's still playing at an all-star level all right um is Gerald and Bates gonna be able to play the all-star game mm-hmm. okay yeah I'll yeah, pick sure. I'll, I'll pick Joel Embiid I think that he's been phenomenal this season well, he's averaging like 35 points a game, 12 rebounds, like the guy's a freak. And Philadelphia doing better without James Harden, in my opinion. So, yeah, I'm picking Joel Embiid. Do you think um, he's gone better this season than he did last season? Yeah, I feel like Tyrese Maxey has, has like taken his game to the next level, and which is complimenting um, Joel Embiid, I think. That's my mm. opinion. Yeah, well, look, I mean, the argument could be made that Harden has was that person last year for him, right? And that's why he won MVP. But maybe there's a number of factors in which it's gone into him playing probably at a better level than he did last season. And Maxi might be that piece, but also another piece might be that 
I think the team is a lot more suited around him with all that length. Um, he's sort of like Nick Nurse as well has opened up his game as well, the way they, in which they're playing as well. And they seem like just a happier team all around. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Next pick's quite tough, but I am going to take a point guard. I'm going to take Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, <laughs> so like he's one of the best point guards in the league. Like I think as of right now, he might be my favorite player because he's like the typical point guard that I grew up with. Like the guys hmm. like, uh, I don't know, Nash, you know, Steve Nash, Chris Paul as well. Those guys as Rondo. well. Just stuff. Yeah, floor generals. No, but Rondo yeah. can't shoot. That's the only thing. That's the difference. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's the thing, right? So he's that floor general as well. Um, but again, like he's putting up these crazy numbers. He's like going 20 and 20 without a turnover as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and if Indiana is going to be making the playoffs, I believe is going to be on the back of this guy as well. With Tyrese, mm. where would you have him in terms of uh, – Maybe the best guards in the league this season. Yeah, he has to be top five. So, who would you put over him? Would you put Shea over him? Yeah, Shea, Luca, um, Donovan, Mitchell. You consider you put Mitchell over him. You consider Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I mean, or, or just and then he'll be fifth for me. Yeah, you would still put Mitchell over yeah, Halliburton. I think Donovan Mitchell's like he can get forty points at night. Like he's yeah. in a he's a machine. But Halliburton as a point guard, he's 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 good at what he does. Like as you said, he gets twenty and twenty without a turnover. Like not many players in the NBA can do that. No, and you look at that funky shot. You think, oh, is he going to shoot like Lonzo Ball did when he first came yeah. into the league? Yeah, he's pretty much the opposite. It's yeah, it's what it just works, and and he's and he's passes no passes. You think he's going to get one of those to to the opposition, but no, they go straight to their man. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, next pick. Oh, I have to pick my guy at the small forward, Jason Tatum. He was my next pick. You were going to yeah, take him. Uh, yeah, I got to take him. Like he's my favorite player, and the Celtics right now the best team in the NBA, and I think that the team. This year's got better. Paul Zingas when he's when he's on the court, Drew Holiday, Derek White, all these pieces fit together. So yeah, I think Jay, Jason Tatum's having a good season and he's my starting small forward. Man. Yeah, I'm like I'm just trying to think now, man. It like the draft gets really hard after this. Like after those yeah. <laughs> after those yeah. three. And it's like yeah. who, oh, after those four, I should say. But um Yeah. Has he, like you obviously, as a Boston fan, do you think he's reached a level where you feel like, oh, this is a guy who can definitely take us to an NBA championship? Yeah, I believe in him. I believe in him. But because of the previous finals where he hasn't been at his best, like people would make the argument, oh, he can't, he can't lead their team. But I, I believe he can lead the team and he's got the right pieces. Like he doesn't have to be the one now to go 
in the final quarter, the last four minutes, score all the points. Like, we've got ball singers, Jalen Brown, Jahole, Derek White. Like, the team is balanced. And I think if he's got the ball and he's getting double teamed, he has the experience now to kick it out to someone else to get the shot. That's my opinion. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess I think I asked you this before in uh, one of our previous episodes. Uh, ask you again, see how you feel now that we've, you know, we're close to halfway through the season. Do you feel like this Boston Celtics team for 2024 is better than the one that made in the finals in 22? Yes. I think there's the starting five, or even you can say the starting six with Al Horford. Like, they're all weapons. They all stretch the floor. And they've got the previous experience from losing to the Warriors. And I don't think the Warriors will be, will be back there this year. So, like, I think this team's better. Joe Mazzulla's got an extra year under his belt because, like, every, the team's the team is, is the corner pieces of the team are still the same. You've got Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Like, I think this team can win a championship. They're mm. better than 2022. Yeah, definitely agree. And just on the point yeah. of the Warriors, I definitely don't think the Warriors are going to be making the finals this season unless yeah. something drastic happens. Like, I don't know, LeBron makes, goes to the Warriors. Because they're still our kryptonite. Like, we lost them the other, a couple of weeks ago and Steph Curry scored that three-pointer in the corner. Like, we still can't beat them. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. This is a tough one. This gets tough. Mm. You know what? I might take him now, actually. My backcourt is going to consist of both Tyrese. <laughs> I'm going to take Tyrese uh... Maxi on this one. That's a good pick. Um, That's a good pick. Yeah, I mean, would you say he's early favorite for most improved player? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what a, you know, it's almost like a, a splitting. The Philadelphia 76ers right now is almost a splitting image of Kobe Shaq, just without championships mm. and the yeah. success that they've had. But, um, I mean, Maxi's just crazy. Like his shooting's got a lot better. His playmaking's just got a lot better. He's improved every year, and now we're kind of seeing all that hard work and real development that's happened over the last few years come to fruition. Yeah, no, he's he's improved with James Harden going like he's the point guard. He hands the ball, so yeah. Well, yeah, he'll be definitely the lead guard going forward as well. Yeah. As a Boston fan, how much do they scare you in the East? Philadelphia, that is. Yeah. I think if we face them, we'll go to six or seven games. Not they're, Even though they don't have James Harden, their team, I think their team dynamic is better. They've got a, they might actually do a, good... a bit better in the playoffs as well. Yeah, Harden. that's what, yeah. So, yeah, so like, they do scare me, but I think we can beat them in six or seven games. Mm, yeah. All right. This is your third pick now. I have to pick a guard. Uh, his team's not doing that great, but he's he's doing all right. Trey Young, uh, point guard. Oh, I, I, hmm. Like, I don't know that pick. That might be a bit of a reach, Dom. I don't know, because... He's uh, getting 28 points. No, he's got 28 points, 11 assists. Like, there's still decent numbers in the Atlanta team. But would you have put, like, Lillard over him, for example, 
Like, I, I probably have Lillard over him right now. Mm, yeah. Well, even yeah. Brunson as well. I put Brunson over him. Yeah, I was going to pick him as well. But I don't know. I, just, I like Trey Young. I like him. <laughs> you like Trey Young. All right. Um, yeah, because it's funny with Atlanta, right? So that report comes out a couple of days ago that mm. they're pretty much cleaning house. They're going to keep Young and Jalen Johnson and everybody else is available. Mm. So it's like, okay, yeah, going forward, you're going to have Trey Young, but yeah, I mean, he's got to just improve massively as a player, I think, as a winning player. He made the conference finals once, mm. um, but he hasn't really had that success since. Yeah, I think true. he's had the pieces around too, right? He can't, yeah. you know, you can't really fault the organization as well. And there's a lot thing. There's a lot of things around him. You know, he could be a coach killer. He's he's onto his third coach at the moment as well. And I think a lot of people, including myself, were pretty high on Atlanta this year too. New coach, uh, new players as well coming through. Yeah. Some of the younger players like John Jalen Johnson, a Kongwu as well, coming through and now becoming uh, solid rotation players within that team. But for mm. some, whatever reason, it just hasn't worked. Yeah. So I see the point. I see the point. The thing is, with the success, does that play into it? The fact that they are coming yeah. what twelfth in the East right now. Mm. Yeah, maybe that was a stretch, but. He's a good individual player. Yeah. All right. Uh, my next pick. I've got to take a small forward and a center. Jeez, I think I might leave that center till last because I do not know who. <laughs> I still don't know who I'm going to pick in that center position. Um. So a small forward. Oh, this one's really tough. But I will be taking. I think I might take Jimmy Butler in this position. Okay. Um, so him and Bam have been hurt this year, mm. but I still think, you know, Miami's been one of the better teams this season. Uh, they're coming mm. eighth at the moment in the East, right? So they have slid a little bit, but yeah. um, Butler's still playing really well, still playing at his all-star level. And I think... Um, you know, if you look at the East, though, like who am I going? Who else am I going to take in this position, right? If you got Boston, like see. you put Jalen Brown there, like no, that yeah. won't work. Philadelphia, Tobias Harris, no. Uh, Middleton, no. Franz Wagner, no. Um, Ananobi, no. Cleveland, I don't even know who their small forward is. Um, Mobley. But, Mobley. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. I don't know. Shoot. Indiana, no. Like Miami, like it's between him or uh, Bridges for me for that last spot. And really, I think Butler's probably had the better season than Bridges. Yeah. And down to. Um, so obviously, last season with, you know, they beat you guys in the playoffs. Hmm. They've had a bit more of a, uh, like their team's got worse. There's no question about that. Yeah, yeah. Can you confidently say that you think Boston can beat Miami right now in a seven-game series? Yeah, with this team we got now, yeah, 
last week, so. Mm. But um, you never know with the Miami Heat, right? Because at the end yeah. of the day, you know, you <laughs> you got Jimmy Butler, like sort of. He, when it comes to the playoffs, he plays almost like Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he is a very good playoff player. Like in the playoffs, he's phenomenal. Like yeah, he's a top player. Exactly. All right. Uh, this is your fourth pick. Powerful. Yeah, my power forward. I got two options. Oh. I'm gonna go Julius Randle. My power forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's been phenomenal for the New York Knicks this year. Where are they coming fifth now in the East? Yep. Yeah, he's he's playing in a playoff playoff. Yeah. Level. Well, they've won four in a row now, and mm. it seems like he's playing a lot better with Ananobi in that team too. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I wouldn't say that he's been the better player. I think Brunson's probably been their best player this season. Yeah. And when it comes to the playoffs, yeah, he might be. I think he was injured last year. He had that bad ankle injury, I believe. Mm. But he hasn't really shown up to be, you know, that playoff guy, right? Yeah, and, yeah. But, you know, he's a really good regular season player and he's probably guaranteed to make the all-star team. Um, good pick. All right, last one for me. Oh my goodness, center. Oh man, this is tough. I'm just looking through. I mean, you know what? I might go with him. I'm gonna go with someone from your team. I'm gonna go with Chris Apozingas. That's a great pick. Yeah. Um. Actually, you can speak to him. Speak about him a lot more. What do you think he's done for the team this season? Since coming over from Washington, he's a unicorn. Like he does everything. Like he can stay on the three point line, set a screen for JT or JB, and then pop out and shoot a three from like the logo. Like he can shoot from anywhere in his defense. Like he just puts his arms up, he blocks half the rim. Like he does everything for us. Like when he's on the court, like I feel like we're unbeatable because like who's going to guard him? I know he's got a skinnier frame, but he's got good post moves. Like, I can't say more about the guy. Like, I love him. I love him. He's the best thing that's happened to Boston. Yeah. It looks like it's a trade that's really just paid off for you guys. Yeah. At the end of the day. I yeah. mean, again, but he's also very versatile as well. Like, you could put him at yeah. the four. You can put him at the five as well. Yeah, um, yeah. But he's definitely got something that you have missed over the last few years as a team, which is that rim protection around inside the paint yeah and as well like you can put him out there and he can stretch the floor too so he can bring all the mm-hmm. you know he can take the the big man out of the play out away from the room out of the paint too and you can allow guys like jt jb and even guys like the guards as well like Derek white and drew holiday to just mm-hmm. go and drive into the paint too because you got paul zingas out there yeah Last pick Definitely. for you, uh, for your starting five, and then we've got our six mans. I'm going to go Jalen Brunson. Good pick. Our shooting guard. Yeah. Shooting guard? Okay, geez, you're backwards small. <laughs> all, right, all right, wait, wait. I've got Trey Young and Jalen Brunson. Either one can That's very play. small. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, yeah. you can choose two guards. That's fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah, good pick. Um. 
Yeah, so why Brunson over guys? Like, I I would think, I thought you might have been leaning to Derek White more. Ooh. Derek White is playing at an all-star level. Yeah. His defense is like, him and Drew Holiday are playing a competition he can hit the most blocks this season. Pretty much, I think, yeah. I think he's coming second in guards for most blocks. Do you know who's coming first? It'll be true. No. No, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, but, so yeah. yeah, Brunson, if we go back to that pick, so oh, yeah, he's, he's a top player, like he can get 40 a night, he's a good facilitator, like, yeah, he compliments uh Julius Randle, makes New York better, like, he's a top player. I don't know how I feel about you having two Knicks when in your starting five when I have two Celtics in the starting five, like, it probably should be switched around considering you're the Boston <laughs> fan. Yeah, look, my six man could be from Boston. Yeah, it could know. be. Um, six man. Oh, okay. I'm gonna try. I think maybe we should try and find someone who's never made the All Star team for this position as well. Okay. Um, yeah. I was thinking maybe going Detroit. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, Jordan Poole. No. Um. Maybe, maybe not that guy. All right, fine. I'm going to take this guy. I'm going to take Derek White. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Derek so, White. Good six man. Um, just mm. perfect. Comes off the bench, plays well. I mean, yeah, just defensively. Him and Holiday have been terrific. And yeah, the only thing is as well, when it comes to playing guys in the West, um, you know, I think you have to worry more about the bigs than considering, mm. okay, Oklahoma City has Shea, right? That's probably the one guard that you have to worry about in the West and Luka as mm. well. But then in the West, you got Jokic, you got in the Timberwolves, you got the two bigs as well, Cat and mm. Gobert. And Oklahoma City's got Chet as well, mm. right? So I think there's going to be more reliance on, say, Porzingis during the playoffs and for his health as well, because he hasn't been the healthiest guy. Mm. More reliance on him to play good defense compared to the two guards. Would you agree with that? Yes and no, because I've seen Drew Holiday match up with Giannis, Julius Randle. I've seen I've seen him guard everyone, Julius Randle. Yeah. And Derek, Derek White, I've seen him match up on with some bigs, but more Julius Randle. But yeah, I in playoff time everyone's got to defend everyone at the end of the day. Like you have to win at all costs. So yeah. Well defense win championship, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, your last pick. Your sixth man. Um, has he made the all star game? I don't think he has. Paulo Bencaro. Wow. Okay. Second pick. <laughs> Jeez, that's a a shocker for me. Wow. Yeah. Because um, nice Orlando pick, yeah. is Orlando this year have been phenomenal. Like you, you predicted it. I didn't say coming, and yeah, they've been very well. They've been very good. Like the young Pacers have been playing really well to with together with each other. So I feel like he's playing at all star level. He's been pretty good, and yeah, yeah. That Orlando team's just crazy good. 
Ryan, mm. I saw, yeah, I did. That was one of my better predictions for this year. And, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, he's probably the guy who's leading them around. Plus they've had no point guard for this season. Imagine mm. if they had a healthy point guard this season, like mm. Fultz has just been got some sort of knee problems, whatever it is. Yeah. But Paolo at the end of the day, do you think he's a number one guy for a championship team? I haven't seen enough of him, but yeah, yeah. This this season he's shown. Yeah. Well, it's always good to show in the playoffs as well, but play based on yeah. what he has played for this season, I definitely yeah. think he is playing at an all star level. Considering as well, like if you look at the East, the East is not the strongest when it comes to their forwards as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We went through them pretty quick in yeah. our list. Yeah, exactly. Um I mean, look, the other guy who I was considering for that six-man position was Scotty Barnes, too. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. Like, I was thinking about a pity all-star pick like Kay Cunningham. Just for Detroit. Just <laughs> give oh them something. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least they broke the streak, didn't they? What was it, 28 losses in Detroit? Oh, yeah. Right? Well, they nearly beat your team, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, at least we took him to overtime, you know. We gave him a little taste of what our win felt like. Mm. All right. Um, I'm just going to read out my team again. So I have yeah. Tyrese Halliburton, Tyrese Maxey, Jimmy Butler, Giannis, Antetokounmpo, and Kristaps Porzingis with my team finishing up with Derek White, a six-man. Um, which yeah. What was your team? I had Jalen Brunson, Trey Young, Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, Julius Randle, and my sixth man was Paolo Bencaro. All right. So for all the listeners there, you can vote down below on whose team was better from the East, myself or Dom's. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to go on to the Western Conference. All right. We are back. We are now doing the Western Conference. Dom, since I had the first pick for the Eastern Conference, you can have the first pick for the Western Conference. All uh, right. I'm going to pick Luka Doncic. I'll take him and I'll thank God. Thank you very much. Okay. Good Nothing, needs to be said. Nothing needs to be said. The guy is afraid. Like, 34 points, line assists, eight rebounds a game. That's ridiculous. Who is your MVP right now? Would it be him or someone else? Yeah, Luka. Yeah. Even though Mavericks aren't doing that great. Like, yeah, they're coming six in, in the West. Individually, he's a machine. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the they've had no Kyrie throughout this season and mm. they're still putting up over 500, right? Yeah. Just because of him, they have him on the team. I just don't know how well they're going to do during the playoffs. Like, When yeah. have we ever seen a guy just a one-man show, take the team to the NBA Finals. Maybe mm. AI back in 2001, that was probably the only time when it was just a one-man yeah. show. But even then, they still got stifled in the finals by LA. Mm. So I don't know how much success he can have throughout the playoffs, just mm. more as Dallas. But um, yeah. I think with his play this season, he's definitely um, first pick, right? Yeah. Well, for an all-star team in the West. Uh, I'm yeah. going to stay at guard as well. And I'm going to take a point guard too. I'm going to take 
Shea Gilgis Alexander. Well deserved, yeah. So, for me, I would actually have Shea over Luca uh, for MVP. And yeah, the reason I see for it. that I... is the team success. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. So, OKC, they're three, three, no, two, one and a half games behind uh, Minnesota right now, their first place. Mm. And it's all, I know the team's been really good this season. But Shea's just leading them around with his play. And I would say he's easily early favorite. I would say favorite for the MVP right now because he's also got the story behind it. But I could see the argument for Embiid as well and for Jokic to make it. But I would Mm. say Shea's probably the favorite for that award just because of the fact that OKC has didn't make the playoffs last year and they look like one of the favorites of winning the title this season. And it's all because of him too. Yeah, I agree with your points. You make good points there, yeah. I can't disagree. All right. Your next pick. I'm going to pick at center, Nikola Jokic. <sighs> that was my next pick. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was the easy pick to take. Yeah, two-time MVP. Like his numbers, his numbers down this year. I feel like yeah, a little bit. Like Denver's probably coasting at the moment, right? Like they yeah. are. Like they're twenty-six and twelve. They're only a half game that's... behind Minnesota right now in the East. Yeah, that's still good. Yeah, and they've yeah. had Murray pretty much hurt throughout this season. Mm. Um, yeah, but I think they they're at a position where they're like, yeah, you know, we're gonna make the <laughs> playoffs and. Yeah, we'll worry about it. We'll be good. Yeah, we'll worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, he's just putting out crazy numbers. Would you put Jokic over Luka for MVP? Nah. Nah. I just just like Luka individually. Like, he's insane. I know Jokic's team's more successful, but I think Dondic individually is playing heaps well. So essentially, you're giving Luca the Westbrook treatment from when he won MVP. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Next pick. Oh goodness. Okay, this is when it gets hard. Hmm. Jeez. Um. All right. Small forward. Oh, I don't know. He kind of plays power forward a bit more. Um. I'll put him at power forward more because I think he's more of a power forward now. Mm. I'm going to take LeBron. That's a good pick. Uh, The Lakers, what is happening with them? (laughs) Their coach coach seems to be maybe on the outer. He could get fired mid-season. Maybe the team gets blown up. But I'll tell you what, for a guy who's 39 years old, he's putting up some really good numbers. Um, the Lakers are under 500, by the way, coming 10th in the West. Mm. Um, but he's, yeah. you know, <laughs> as long as he's playing in the league, he's going to be making an all-star team. Yeah. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Yeah. His so, numbers speak for themselves. He's a good player. Well, yeah. it's not just the numbers. It's just more the, hey, this is, you've done so much for the league throughout the years. We're just going to give you an all-star appearance every year. <laughs> it's like when they did the um, 
Remember a few years ago when Dwayne Wade and Dirk made the All Star appearance and they retired the same yeah. year or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like that. It's like you know a thank you to him as well, but he's like not yeah. retiring. <laughs> it's just like yeah, thanks for what you did throughout the league. So that's what I have. Um, where do you see the Lakers at the moment? Just on them. They're up and down, really. Like they're pretty inconsistent. Yeah, their the, lineups are weird. Like Reese is not even starting now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes off the bench. Yeah, like Look, stunning, you don't want to study Cam Reddish. You wouldn't want to play him in the playoffs, though. Like, oh no, I mean be, they're dangerous. To beat them four times would be really hard, like in a playoff series. So, well, Denver did it last year. They did it four in yeah. a row. But Denver's they went on to win the championship. Like that team was phenomenal last year. So yeah, but like a like a Clippers or a Timberwolves, you wouldn't want to face the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, I tell you what, I think at this stage, I can guarantee that Minnesota, Denver, and OKC could probably beat LA Lakers right now in the seven game series. Yeah. Yeah, but can't play off time or different, right? We don't know. Yeah, possibly. But I think they're just too talented, those three teams for LA. Mm. Mm. Uh, against LA, I should say. Um, Yeah, I mean, now, what changes would you make at LA if you were running them? Because uh, I, don't... I was hearing Bill Simmons and he was talking about the possible idea of trading LeBron. Oh no, you wouldn't do that. No. That's what I thought. LeBron LeBron and Anthony Davis, you don't touch him. The rest I think you can have a look at something. Would you go get like Zach Levine? Yeah. But I'm I'm not sure what the what they need. Like they're just inconsistent in different ways, like every time they play. So like, what do you think they need a coaching change? So I don't know how many coaches have they had. In, I feel like they've had a fair bit of coaches in the past yeah, couple well, years. Um, well, they've had two and oh no, three, three. Yeah, they've had three coaches since LeBron's been there. Frank Vogel, Vogel, What's... Walton, and yeah, now Darwin Hand. Yeah, like I don't know. Like it's just it's weird. Well, you know. Imagine they just fire Diamond Ham, hire Doc Rivers or something. <laughs> yeah. They probably do that. Anyway, um, your third pick. My third pick, I think he's deserved of it. Uh, it's from the Minnesota Timberwolves, Anthony Edwards. Oh, damn. I was hoping you were going to say Mike Conley. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good pick. Yeah. It was probably going to been... be my next pick. Um, that means I can leave the guard position open maybe later. Um, yeah, great. Like he's been, he's been pretty good this year. Oh, no doubt. He's probably he's their yeah. leader, right? He's yeah, yeah. They got the best record in the league. No, Boston does. Mm. Um, they got the best record in the West right now, and mm. he's their leader right now. I, I love Anthony Edwards just as from his intangibles. Yeah. Um, just crazy good. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I like you would pick him over guys like 
Fox as well, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Even Devin yeah. Booker too. Yeah, like, just do, because. What do you think the difference is between Edwards and those guys this season? Yeah, I feel like he's been more hungrier. Like he's competed every single game he's played this year. Like, and he's taken that Timberwolves team to be the number one team in the West. Like it's his team now. And they're finding ways to win with those double big lineups. Like we questioned that at the start of the season. Like, can they can they adjust? And I feel like they have this season. Yeah. Well, I don't think we've been questioning just for this season. I think we were questioning it last yeah. season ever <laughs> since the Colbert trade happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. But, yeah. I am going to take for my center position. Oh. There's a lot of options to pick at center, actually. If you yeah, there is. A, yeah, I got a couple of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, geez, it's really tough. You know what? I might actually go back to Minnesota. I might take Rudy Gobert. Ooh. Yeah. So, numbers are close to what he was putting up at Utah when he was winning Defensive Player of the Year. Mm. Looks a bit healthier as well. And mm. obviously, I'm going to pick players from a team that's coming first as well. And I'm yeah. surprised. Yeah, I didn't see this Goldbear Towns thing working, but it's been working quite well, especially this season. Mm. What have you made of Minnesota? Yeah, look, they beat us in overtime. They they just seem more hungrier this season, like, They've started to connect a bit more. Gobert is a good defensive player um, with a double big lineup. It's, it's working. So, mm. yeah, they've they've improved massively from a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. You sounded very surprised when I made that pick. Do you think I should have picked someone else over Gobert? No, I just didn't have him in my list. I didn't want to. Yeah. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, look, you had other options you could have gone with. I mean, Holgram, Sabonis. Um, yeah. There's another guy. Shingun. Yeah, Shingun was the other one too. Um, yeah, could have gone with those guys. But no, Goldbear, I just chose him. I think the difference between Goldbear and those guys is the team success. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's so. Yeah. That's probably what my deciding factor was as well. Um, we have... We're just halfway through, so now we, this is your fourth pick. Oh, I need to pick a forward. Yeah, it's tough, eh, <laughs> to find a forward. you got a few options, I think. I'll go with a guy that he has to be there. Like he's, His team's not doing that well, but he's playing at an individual all-star level, Kevin Durant. Yeah, that's what I was thinking you should take. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah. He's just, just a top player and he deserves to be there. Like, a bit, not like LeBron James. He hasn't had the impact, but he, he's that player. Like, he, he's a bucket. Like, well, he's similar to oh. LeBron in a way, right? So it's, yeah. you know, just a, a legacy pick. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah thanks yeah. for the, thanks for the, um, you know, for the service as well. Um, you know, we're going to give you give you a freebie pretty much on the All-Star game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's going to go with my next guy as well, actually. 
along the same lines. I can't believe he's actually just slipped through. I think it just goes to show how good, how many good guards are in the West as well. Mm. Oh, um, I think I know. I'm going to yeah, pick he's... Steph Curry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, team is really bad. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that team's just, um, like, I don't know what you do with that team, but as long as he's there, like, you know, he's going to keep playing well. And again, even though he's playing really well for the team, you just give him that legacy pick just because based on what he's done throughout the years that he's been in the league. Mm. And yeah. look, I could have picked Fox over him, but I felt out of respect. I probably should have picked him. Yeah, no. Steph Curry is one of the best point guards ever. So, yeah, he mm. deserves to be there. He's playing well. Like he's not playing that bad, but his team just awful. Yeah, he's got yeah. one of his teammates. You know, trying to start fights on the court. Mm. He's got some other teammates who are getting injured by fracturing the hand or something. He's got mm. other teammates complaining about their minutes as well, and it's just a completely messy situation there at Golden State. And and his splash brother is finding it hard to shoot. <laughs> yeah, he's forgotten how to shoot. Yeah. Now people were saying that they should trade him, Clay Thompson. <laughs> yeah. Last pick for you in your starting five. Oh god, what have you got left? Have you got another? What? I just need a forward, a power forward, or a small. Yeah, I need a forward as well. I got names near, but their team isn't really great. Or I think they are. Let me check the standings. Might cook yeah. me for this. Um, Brendan Ingram, a small forward. No, I don't hate that pick, actually. Like, oh, he was in the mix for me, but I think I've got someone else over him. Mm. But um, I just... The Pelicans, with Zion and him on the court, there, it's not the best. But individually, he's, he's doing decent this year. And the Pelicans, what, they're sitting seventh in the West, mm. equal with Dallas. So, yeah. Mm. That team is really weird, right? Mm. Zion is just not playing at the level where he should be. Mm. Um, I don't know what's happened to him. Mm. <laughs> I, I think maybe there's a little bit of maturity issues there with him. Yeah. But Ingram is just, I mean, like he's, I don't know what he is. That's the only thing with him. Like, I agree with the pick. I think he is an all-star, but I just don't know what he is. Is he going to be a number one guy? Is he number two? And being on New Orleans doesn't really help. Yeah. For me, I think he's on a very good team. He's number two on a yeah. very good team. That, Like, for me, this might sound a bit crazy. He's similar to Jalen Brown for me. That's what I think. In what way? Like his role in a team. If he was to go to a another team, he would be that that solid number two guy. Because at New Orleans, it's between him and Zion, really. Like, oh, they've got CJ McCollum there as well. Like, yeah, but CJ is probably more of a rotation guy at this stage in his career. Yeah, 
Yeah, I guess. But yeah, that's why New Orleans weeks they don't have like that number one guy. Well, it's meant to be Zion, I think. I don't know who, who he is, but you think? Yeah. Well, the organization's probably been wanting Zion to be that number one guy, but for whatever reason, he hasn't wanted to become that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So for my last pick, I actually have this guy over Brandon Ingram, and that's Kawhi Leonard. Oh, I didn't think about him either. Yeah. He's been mainly healthy throughout this season too, surprisingly. Um, yeah. So he's at a weird point of his career, if you notice. Like he will go through stretches where he looks like Toronto Kawhi and then he mm. might get injured and then he'll look, hey, he'll look okay. Right, and I saw his numbers. Put up really yeah. good number, and then he'll put up a really yeah. good stretch. And it's yeah. weird because the Clippers are fourth in the East, not the East. They're fourth in the West at the moment. Yeah, but I wouldn't say they're like up there with the other teams, at least with Minnesota, Denver, and OKC. So like I don't think they're going to beat a Denver any time of the year in the playoffs. No, but but with a lesser experienced West team, maybe like. To beat them four games with poor George, Kawhi Leonard, Westbrook, and James Harden in the mix with those four, like with all their experience, if you're a young, what, OKC team, maybe not OKC, maybe a Sacramento or just say Houston, go like you're not going to want to play the Clippers. Mm. Yeah, I guess what you mean, but looking at their history, like Kawhi and PG have probably been the ones to step up during the playoffs. Harden yeah. and Russ, hmm, they're a bit sketchy. Yeah. Um, when it comes to the playoffs time. But I do think but, Kawhi is probably playing at that all-star level for his team. Yeah. And, you know, LA is coming forth for a reason. Yeah. He's been their best player. Yeah. So, point, yeah. All right. We have one more pick left. So same thing. Just try and pick someone for your six-man for someone who hasn't made the all-star team. I, please do not take my pick. I'm just asking. Who hasn't made the All Star team? Oh. I'm gonna go Shane Goon. I said not take my pick. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's he's been a he's been very good. I think anyway, you do coaching him. He looks very good this season for Rockets. What they're sitting eighth, yeah, they're eighth at the moment. Yeah, yeah, they're in, they're in a good spot from where they've been previously. So, yeah, uh, yeah, um, damn, he took my pick. Um, there's like three Europeans just in the west who play the same way Jokic, Sabonis, and him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if he can play like Jokic, then I'm guessing you have a good chance of making the All Star team. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> oh my goodness! I can't believe he took my pick. Oh man, just just pick the other guy that played like him. But he's made the All Star. <laughs> he's made the All Star team. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, no, not when Benyama. These teams coming last in the East. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
You know what? I might just go with him, actually. I'm going to take Chet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take Chet. It kind of gets yeah. grim after a while. If you think mm. about it, like, who else am I going to take here? Who's a, full, a first-time All-Star? Yeah. Um. Gosh, I mean, I asked you at the start of the year whether uh, I think Chet could win Rookie of the Year over Wembenyama. You're like, nah. <laughs> what do you think now? Yeah. Yeah, that could happen because yeah. the team's success. And he's, he's been playing well. He has been playing well. He's like a factor for their success as well. They're coming third in the yeah. West at the moment. And yeah, yeah I think um, I think I might have asked you that would they pick him based on the success? And I think a lot of people are now starting to turn around that idea that Chet can win because, well, OKC is coming third and San Antonio is coming dead last in the, in the West. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, too, it is an individual award. Usually with Rookie of the Year, I find that they don't really go with success. It's more when it comes to the MVP and that sort of stuff. Mm. But with these sort of awards like Rookie of the Year, they go based on success. That's what I find. But uh, it could change for this season. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's it for our Western draft, uh, Western Conference mm. draft, I should say. Did you want to read your team out? Yeah, so I got Luka Doncic, Anthony Edwards, Brendan Ingram, Kevin Durant, Nikola Jokic, and my sixth man is Alfred Shangun. Mm. So I have Shea Gilgis Alexander, Steph Curry, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, and Rudy Gobert with Chet Holgram as my sixth man. Again, I'm going to leave a poll down below as to, uh, for you guys listening, on who has the better team, myself or Dom. Um, before we go to break, I wanted to chat with you about something more related to NBA again, along the same line, the OG Ananobi trade. We haven't really talked about this since. Yeah. So he's gone to the Knicks and then Raptors pretty much get Manuel Quickly and RJ Barrett. And do they get a first rounder out of that, I believe, too? I think so, yeah. Like, I think it's a good trade for both parties and OG and an OB. Who would you really? say is the biggest winner of the trade? You can pick a team, you can pick a player, you can pick a situation. Uh, and, an, and an OB. And an OB. was the opportunity going to New York, I think. That's, mm. I think he's, he's a winner. He and gets to be and on a winning to, team. Yeah, and Toronto. Because Emmanuel quickly, Ooh. he gets like, he gets like 15 points a game and you got RJ Barrett and you're replacing Ananobi who only gets 15 points a game, but you lose the defense that he brings, but offensively Raptors win. I would agree with you. I think maybe Toronto might be the better team going forward because now that's just a better fit, right? You haven't yeah, got all these yeah. forwards like Barnes, Pascal Siakam and and Anobi all playing sort of a similar role. Hmm. It's a bit more spread out. Like now you've got an established point guard. You've got an established yeah. sort of guard forward hybrid in RJ Barrett there too. And well, this sort of allows Scotty Barnes to become more of that number one guy, which I think is going to be the focus now. 
Yeah. Well, to add, Emmanuel quickly finished second in the sixth man of the year award last season. Like, mm. he's a good player. And I feel like, um, did we talk about Siakam getting traded? Yeah. yeah I think that might, the questions that, that, that might happen. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, on that, where do you see him going? Oh. Because think about it. Like, he's on the last year of his contract as well. Hmm. Like, which team would want to try and take take a chance on him? Would it be a playoff team? I think it would be a playoff team. Yeah, it would have to be right. like you. He's won a cha- He's won a championship. Yeah, he won it with Toronto. Yeah, so he has experience. Like, if you're a, if you're a younger team, maybe you take a pun on him. Like Detroit. Yeah, so they can get so they can win ten games. Yeah, yeah, from three to ten. Yeah. Like, I don't know what team is begging for a power forward that does the same spin move all the time. <laughs> it's a spin move. He can't shoot threes anymore. No, yeah, see, like, what team you reckon would... Maybe Miami, but what pieces are you going to give? I don't know. It would be the same pieces that, or something similar to what they were trying to get for Dame. Like, mm. hero, hero... Jovic, a couple firsts. I don't know what's his trade value though. Like, I don't know. Like, he's he's not the number one option at Toronto. So that's Scotty Barnes. Mm. Like, what's he really good at? Siaka. Um, well, he can still score and rebound. Yeah. Um, at a high level, and he's got length. Mm. And that's probably what he offers. Like he's not so, a great yeah. shooter anymore. Mm. Um, so, like in the East, maybe what teams? Philly. Yeah, maybe. Maybe but they've got the pieces as well, and they might try and get a third guy in, pair up Maxi, yeah. and like if they throw in Tobias Harris, mm. some of the first they got for Harden as well. But this would that be a long term like deal or short term? You can Philly with the pick him up. I think it could be long term. Like yeah, that's right. He if might get... have that. He might have the connection with Embiid as well. It's the only thing. Too. Like if you're throwing if you're throwing Harris in the deal, then long term, I think because Harris has been playing good this season. Yeah, but Harris is make... also expiring as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. We spoke. Of, yeah, so, so I think. Mm. I think maybe Philly might be the team he might go to if he does get traded. But yeah, yeah I don't he, know what his value is at this stage of his career. Yeah, like he's what not if, a superstar, but he is about, a good player. What about Cleveland? If they trade Jared Allen Ooh, and yeah. they do they have any more of their first? But if they trade Jared Allen, are they are they going to play him center? I mean, he maybe they might trade Pirtle if they get Toronto. If he goes to Toronto, they might trade Pirtle. Potentially, mm. I don't know. They could trade either Pirtle or Allen. He could go to another team. They just get more assets back. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's hard because. 
only a playoff team will really sign him. Like no one's going to sign him to be the number one option. Mm. Like, like I don't think it would make sense for someone like Brooklyn to go get him. Because... No, Brooklyn then. Brooklyn don't know what they are. Like, yeah, they don't know what they are. Exactly. They don't know. Um, like, yeah. He's only got a couple of options. That's my opinion. Like, I don't think there's a, a heaps of teams crying out for him. Yeah, because if, uh, you know, a, a team like Detroit or Washington tries to get him, then I think he would be wanting to leave after the season. Yeah. He's yeah. sort of taking a risk from there. Yeah. We'll see what happens, but he's definitely getting traded. I don't think he's going to stay at Toronto. No, I think so. I mean, maybe Dallas. I don't know. Dallas could be the other team too. Yeah. But do they yeah. have the money for him? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, it's a little bit hard for him. And I would say, well, my next question was, who was the biggest loser out of the trade? I would say maybe Siakam was probably the biggest loser because now he's guaranteed to get traded, but you don't know where mm. he's going to be going. Yeah, was he was he happy at Toronto? Like, I don't know. It just <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think it was reported to be unhappy. Yeah, but they're clearly going in a different direction now. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it's clear now. Ananobi's out, so yeah, Siakam definitely be out. Yeah, well, but you know, they're, I, they're I, probably going with Barnes as their mm, next guy. Yeah. But I, I don't mind the trade. I think the trade was was, was pretty good. Like the Knicks have improved with Ananobi. Like he's a good defender. He's a good offensive player. So, last question before we go to break, just on this trade, yeah. the New York Knicks are now the somewhat best team in the Eastern Conference. Would you say they're third, fourth, first, second, even, or fifth, something lower? Fifth. I think they're so the fifth best team. You would have, okay. So you would have Boston, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia. Philly. Who would be over them? Yeah, Orlando. Orlando. Okay, you still would have Orlando over New York. Yeah. Because even though like, you're very, you like seem the... to be a lot higher than Orlando than I am. I like, I know I picked them to be really good in the East, but I didn't think they would be. Better than the Knicks. I like the youngsters. I like them. I think some playoff time, like we don't know what the situation will be, but if they have a point guard, Orlando, then they they could be better than what they're showing right now. Well, okay. So if we consider what the playoffs as well, take that into context, would you still put Orlando over the Knicks? Ooh. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. Because the Knicks have been there before. Exactly. They've probably got guys there who are more built for the playoffs compared yeah. to what Orlando does. But yeah, again, maybe Orlando just surprises everybody. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Mm. It'll be interesting. All right. Well, we're going to take a break and then we're going to shift our attention more to what's happening at the West Tigers. Okay, we're back. Last thing we wanted to talk about, considering that Dom's a West Tigers supporter, I wanted to chat some West Tigers, what's been happening. A couple of things. Um, 
first thing is, what have you made with the front office changes? Well, I don't know if the listeners do remember, but the first time I was on, I said, what needs to happen at the West Tigers? Mm. And it, yeah, I, it has, I do remember. It has happened. And I think who they got now, Richardson, Shane Richardson. Mm-hmm. He used to be at the Bunnies, if I do remember, and yep. he was at Penrith. And they got Barry O'Farrell to be what the CEO, interim CEO. Yeah, I think oh something like that. Yeah, I can't remember exactly so, what his position is. Yeah, like they've got rid of what needs to be got rid need to be taken out, and they I like what they brought in, but now they just they need to get results because if they don't get results, then it's going to be like well we got rid of the problem, but what really is the problem? But mm-hmm. from what what they've done, I think it's good. It's one less distraction that Benji has to deal with. And with this roster, the I don't think they'll be. I don't want them. I don't want them to have the pressure to win as many games as they can this year because they need a with with Jerome Lewis coming in. They need to train one of the halves to be a six or a seven for next year. But mm. with the board gone, one less distraction. It's it's looking good. It's the change they should have made a few years ago. Right, getting yeah. rid of those yeah. two, and yeah. better late than never, I guess. Yeah. Um, it feels like a bit of this season is going to be quite the refresher for the Tigers. I feel like you get rid of both those two, but you get rid of Luke Brooks too. Tim Sheens is gone. You're almost starting a new era at the Tigers. This the one that needs to be done for maybe yeah. the last five years. I think the attention from the media hasn't helped. And I think with them two gone, Brooks gone, like who they're going to scrutinize now, like Benji. Probably, yeah. But yeah, I think that they'll have less attention from the media and it's going to be a less of a distraction for the players, really. You're not going to have the CEO on the field kicking balls pre-game. <laughs> I think he's the player, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I'm more for the changes. Right, I think um, clearly they weren't having success with those two under them. Mm. And why didn't they make it sooner? That's my question, really. Yeah, look, I did an internal review and Tim Sheens was there and he didn't seem to find that a problem. Maybe he was a problem as well. Like, we don't know mm. what, what was going on to the Tigers, but all we know is they're gone now and it looks positive the future looks positive for me well hopefully so for you guys for other tiger supporters who i know um yeah it's been very miserable pretty much half of your lifetime has been just the tigers missing the finals yeah ninth place or so far two wooden spoons Mm, exactly let's shift the attention to jerome luai to the tigers as well now i did chat with in my last episode with Anthony Booker about the Tigers, but I wanted to get your perspective because you're the West Tigers supporter and he happens to be the Penrith supporter. So he doesn't know what you've been going through for the last few years. Yeah. Having said that, um, he's gone to the Tigers five years, $6 million. So $1.2 million per year. Who do you think was the biggest winner out of that deal? Jerome Luai. Yeah. 
and and the West Tigers because if they miss out on him, who do we bring? Like we have that salary cap space, so if we don't use it, we lose it. Hmm. Yeah. Does and, uh, he? Do you think he plays seven? Because I know you were saying before he might. You know, you're looking at who's going to develop into the six or the seven. Like I feel like. Hmm. Him coming in would be the seven, but I feel like you're not sort of sold on that idea of him being seven. I think to start the season, they're, they're going to play C's at the six and Bud at the seven, Sullivan. You don't think and they would that, go through Finu? Maybe. Like, I think they're going to start with Bud, I think. Mm. He, he's played in NRL before. So I think that's what they're going to do. And if it doesn't work out, then I think Luai will become the seven. Because mm. Luai, Luai is a top six. Like, he's a he's won three comps playing six. He's made four grand finals. Like, his first State of Origin game, like, they won by a record amount. Like, mm. he's a top six. Saying that he could play seven, but it's where the, what the target, what direction the Tigers want to go. Yeah, I mean, I can see what you're saying as well, but I feel like if you're going to pay a guy $1.2 million then he's got to be either really the focal point of your attack. And that usually is the halfback or the fullback. Yeah. And probably yeah. more the halfback as well. Cause for yeah. me as well, I consider the halfback position to be the most important position in NRL. Cause they're the mm-hmm. ones that really are controlling the attack. Almost like yeah, the quarterback dic- of the NRL. You're dictating the game basically. Yeah, exactly. So, but I feel like, you know, if you pay a guy like that 1.2 million and over a long span of years for five years, then mm. you're saying, yeah, we're going to give you the keys for the next few years and you're yeah. going to be leading this team around. So that would mean that maybe he is going to be playing halfback. That's the plan. And for this season, they're going to see who exactly is going to be their partner for Luai come 2025 playing the six. Yeah. Now, I don't think it's going to be Caesar because Caesar is no. a little bit of an older halfback, like older yeah. player. And he yeah. is a halfback as well. Like he's not a five yeah. eighth. Like I remember when he, when Canberra made the grand final, he was the halfback and Whiteham was the yeah. six. I think he's more of a seven. Um, I think Finer or Sullivan would probably be my choices, but you can't forget as well that the club has Adam Dewey there too, but he's going to be off contract come and with, end of 2024. And with his two ACL injuries, I don't think he's going to be playing the halves. I think he, if he's going to stay, he'll be in the centers. Mm. But, you know, at the end of the day too, um, I think, well, actually, I'll actually, I'll ask you this as a question. If Jerome is going to be playing halfback, where do you see the potential? of the team going do you feel like they're going to be a top eight team top four do you think they might just barely make the finals again like come ninth like they've been doing for the last few years Mm, top eight top eight you don't really see them becoming that top four team so contending for that premiership i can't tell I, i i Depends how good Jareem Buller becomes because Appy Carousel and Jerome Luai, they've played together. So with them two in the spine, they plus we lack depth 
a little bit. Well, we have a good forward pack, so I think when he comes, we should be aiming top eight. After mm. that, I don't know. It depends. I was only thinking about this during the day as uh, during the last week or so. The Tigers are sort of in a really weird position because they've got older players like Coruscant, Clemmer, Papali'i and Bateman who are ready to win now. But then you've got a fullback who's really young, who's not ready to win now. And then you've got Luai coming in who's probably a player you need to, yeah, you need to win right now. So what do you think they need to do for before Luai comes to the team? To really, well, uh, do you think they need to settle on that direction? And if so, which direction should they take firstly? And which player should they probably target? To sign? Yeah. Or to, or to develop? Or both. I think Justin Matamua should be the should be the 13. I think they need to develop him to be the 13. I think, as I touched on before, they need... They need to find out who's going to play halfback and six before the Y comes. So when he comes from day one, yep, they know what's going to happen. They have it all preseason together like that for the season 2025. And to target, I'm not sure. I'm I'm happy with that forward back. What about the and, outside backs? Yeah, maybe an outside back. But I, I clearly don't think Nofaluma wants to stay there. No, yeah, he's not happy there. Like... I don't know who's available. Who would want to take a punt at the Tigers? I know they're getting Jerome Law in twenty twenty five, so that could bring in some players. They got Appy Coruscant, one of the best hookers in the game. So I don't know who they want to target. Like the pieces are there. It's not a bad roster. Like yeah, but it's not where it needs to be. Yeah, who would you think? Like I can't think off the top of my head. I don't know. Like probably exactly what an outside back. Like Luai needs weapons around him, right? Yeah. Nofaluma clearly doesn't want to stay there. Tupo is leaving to go to the Dolphins in 25. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to think, like, who else have they got? What, are they going to rely on Brett Naden? Is Alan yeah. Dewey going to be playing center? Have, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do they have someone coming through who's going to be promising for them? Like, it's really, yeah. I think they need to try and find to target someone. I think they were targeting Bradman best before. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yeah. But he obviously re-signed with Newcastle. Yeah. I wouldn't be out of the question for them to try and target someone from those outside backs. That's what I'm thinking. That's like probably a the next winger step. Or a yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or maybe you go for one of Blue Eyes' good mates, Brian Toll. Possibly. But I don't think he's going to be off contract for a while as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They might need to. Uh, well, look, apparently this Olam trade is now going to go through after. Oh, with Sean Blue. Yeah. Okay. Well, that. This is so an off a... trade. <laughs> well, you bring an experienced center. That helps the Tigers. Mm, exactly. That, that for this... That's someone. <laughs> someone for you guys. Is that, is that for this season? Correct. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I mean, someone at least. And Bloor was not going to be playing second row for no, you guys no. because Papa Lee or Bateman. Yeah, no, no. I mean, at okay. the end of the day too, um, like Otoi Kamanu was another one who's young, 
still coming through, see what he becomes yeah. to. But I think as well, you've got to consider that, you know, Benji is the coach too. First year, really full-time into the job. And usually, as we've seen in the NBA, when you hire the younger coaches, it's more for teams who are rebuilding, which makes me think, what is this team actually trying to accomplish? Are they trying to rebuild or are they trying to win it now? For me, it is more of a rebuilding team, but some of the pieces there don't really make sense. They're finding the, their identity. Mm. But last year, like, they were, in some games, they were comprehensively beaten, but in others, they were always in the game. So it wasn't like they suck, suck, like they have no chance. Like, they were always in games. So I think this season, what they're going to try and aim for is probably in those games, what, 16-18, we tend to go. Last season, they'll lose them. This season, I think that's what those are the games they're going to try to win. Yeah. Then that I don't I don't think they'll make the eight, but they they won't be coming last this season. You sure about that? Yeah, I'm sure about that. Well, I'm pretty. I'm gonna do my. I'm doing my research right now for the NRL for mm-hmm. for this season for my preview. Right now, I've probably got you guys not last. I'll say that. Okay. Uh, I've got some uh, other teams who might come last. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll just say this as well. If I had to choose between the Bulldogs, Dragons, or the Tigers to coach, I'd probably pick the Tigers right now. Just considering the organization that they have, the, all the changes, hopefully it's better for the better. Mm. Um, the fact that Luai is coming, and I think there are some young, promising players coming through, like Finu, the Finu brothers, they're both there too. Mm. Uh, Buller as well, really exciting. But <laughs> they're not, you know, run by people who are, um, you know, not the best when it comes to their jobs at, say, compared to like the Bulldogs and St. George. But yeah, I think that is going to be going to be seen for the last few, next few years with Richardson there and with Barry O'Farrell. Yeah. Which, if you guys don't know, for those who are listening, Barry O'Farrell was the New South Wales Premier. Yeah, he was. Beforehand, all right? Before he got the bottle of wine. Yes, exactly. All right. But, yeah. Well, that's it. Um, oh, one more thing as well. Just quickly, um, EPL. Yeah. Who would you have as the favourites to win right now? It's tough. <laughs> it's really tough. Tough because I see City going on a massive run, like starting from now. Yeah. Because De Bruyne is back and he looked good when he came on. Holland back yet? No, he's not back, but Alf is doing the job. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Like Liverpool? Liverpool, but I've watched a couple of their games. Like Master Villa. Villar, they they get one or two injuries, they're finished, but Chelsea? Now you're pushing. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll go City. I'll go City because they'll they'll go on a run, they'll win eighteen games in a row and 
they'll be it. Like they you gave everyone, they give everyone a handicap at the start of the season. So yeah, get as many points as you can. But come April, then who's going to catch us? No. Cool. All right. Well, Dom, thanks for coming on, joining today. I really appreciate you coming on, and it was a nice chat. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, thank you for everyone for listening, and I'll be back soon. Yeah. If you want to follow Dom on Instagram, it's at tw- uh, Dom. I'm... I can get this right. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Dom28 yeah. underscore. Yes, good. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to follow me, uh, I'm on Instagram as well. Uh, Vintermans12. The podcast is on Instagram as well. You can follow the podcast as well. We're on TikTok. We're also on Twitter as well. If you guys enjoyed the episode, please leave a review, comment uh, down below, especially um, on the Spotify listeners too. You'll be able to vote on the poll for our East and Western Conference teams. See whose is better. As always, thank you for listening and we'll catch you guys soon.